slash connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. This is Brian and Mikey and Pat from Weezer. And you're listening to KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia. Columbia. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Attention! Everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule. A comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Well, 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 I am not Jack Knowlton. Not Knowlton. Not Knowlton. Knowlton's not, not in the studio again. He's out of town. He's uh, on the road. Undisclosed location. Undisclosed location Turn if you watch the video. Yeah, so uh, we're in studio. We're the Unwritten Rule KCOU 88.1 FM. It is Friday the 13th. We found that out today. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
Friday the 13th. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. Maybe that's why there's no one on campus today. Uh, it's Friday the 13th, 3 p.m. in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, it's going to be our last show of season four. And Isn't that half. crazy? Season four and a half? Yeah. How's it a half? The summer. Friday, but it's not like it's not when it's Friday the 13th. It's oh. true. And it's our last Why are you talking Friday. To us? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so Jack is here. He's well he's not here, but he's over the over the Zoom right now. Uh welcome in, Jack. We also have two Hello. guests, uh Zach and Aaron. Yes. Zach is Peyton and I's roommate, Zach Hernandez, from St. Thomas High School in Houston. Uh, he's still in high school. Uh and Aaron oh, no. Brozick of Our Friend Saint, Aaron. St. Louis Rowing Club. The legendary Our Friend Aaron. Our friend Aaron is here. Um Our so we Aaron. have two people in studio. Uh, plus Peyton and I, and then Jack is over Zoom today. Um, yeah, yeah. So how did everyone's I just week to go? Give a mic to Aaron and Zach each. That was that was. I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah, Thank we're you. being courteous to our guests. <laughs> yeah, we need to give them more chances to talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zach and Aaron on the script today. Uh, I put. I don't know what you guys are going to talk about, and you guys wrote "bark and meow." <laughs> Please don't bark and meow again. Um, so well, I can't stop. We can't, can't, really can't stop, stop them. Um, so I guess just to kick off the show, uh, Zach, Aaron, Peyton, Jack, uh, it's last week of school, last week of junior year, last week of sophomore year for Zach. How did it go? Uh, great. I got all A's and B's. Uh, so that's what we're really aiming for uh, at the J school, personification <laughs> of excellence or uh, just getting by, as I like to say. Uh, my week yeah, was, I was oh, 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 sorry, Zach. Oh, cool. Already. Yeah. Speaking out of turn. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, it's Knowlton's turn. You're older than me. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm sorry to cut our our, our guest off. I just was going to say I was excited because I was supposed to have a final on a Thursday, and then I got an email saying apparently it was optional, so I I didn't go because I didn't didn't want to. So that was was how my finals wrapped up. The email was actually COVID. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's HIPAA. I'm excused. Aaron? No, it's Zach's turn. Oh, Zach, say oh, what you want. Well, my week is bad now because I interrupted Jack. Oh, my gosh. Look at Mr. Jacob Infante over here. All right. Say how your week went. Uh, it was fine. I finished school with all A's. Look, man. Yay. If you're going to be on this radio show, we need a little more energy than that. Uh, <laughs> we, we, say your week was so great. We need, we need some worse grades, too. We can't, we can't have people with all A's yeah, on the show. Yeah, all A's is ridiculous. I had one A minus. That makes Ooh, me feel better. Never mind. Get out of here. Peyton's leaving. Uh, Aaron, how, did you, how was your last week of uh, junior year? It was fine. Okay. Um... <laughs> It was very stressful. Sorry, I was uh, turning on my fan. Aaron took like a real like test. Like she took the MCAT. I would never I even. I would like probably break down crying in the middle of that <laughs> test. So the MCAT's a sport. That's why she's here. <laughs> it's a marathon. It's a marathon. Yeah. Um, no, she, she's a rower. That's we we. Yeah, she is a rower. We'll talk about that in the the cup of bro segment. Um, was that funny? Because we're not on Cup of Bro. Everyone, every, Cup of Bro was at 11. We're just kidding. I um, so, okay, I guess to kick off the show, we're going to talk some NBA playoffs. Um, still some series going on. Right up uh, uh, Dallas, Aaron and Zach Sally. Dallas won last night. They tied the series 3-3, heading to Game we 7. Forgot huh? Forgot something. The Bucks won. The Bucks won. No. No, no. Okay, the phone number for the show, last time of the year, 573. Did you tweet it? You tweeted yeah. it. Did you tweet it? Did you tweet it? Peyton tweeted it. Did I? Yeah. Peyton, did you tweet it? 573. Did I? 557. Tweet. 5134. It? Yeah, you did. 573-557-5134 is the phone number, the text line. If you text it, we will read it off on air as long as it's not inappropriate. Unless Zach sends it. Yeah. Every Uh, one of them gets read. So yesterday we had two NBA playoff games. The Heat defeated the 76ers, bouncing them from the uh, NBA playoffs. Miami is moving on to the conference finals in the East uh, they won 99-90. to 90. Uh, Doc Rivers will be back as the head coach next year for the 76ers. Daryl Morey reported today to the media. Um, in Dallas, the Mavericks won 113-86, to 86, heading to a Game 7 on Sunday in Phoenix. What are the thoughts for that series? Uh, well, I just, I'm kind of surprised at how rough Phoenix has looked pretty much the entire postseason. I know they lost Booker for a bit, but... It's just been a struggle for them. I don't really know what to even expect uh, going into that series, I think, or going into that game seven. 
Uh, I do expect Phoenix to win, but it would not shock me if Dallas uh, punches through. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of thought Phoenix would, would run away with this. I mean, I think Chris Paul getting hurt, um, you know, not to scar the Rockets fans in the room is, is definitely, you know, puts a little hindrance. He didn't play, um, in game six. And I think, I don't know. I, I, I think this is, I love the new emerging rivalry of Luca versus Devin Booker. It's been fun to watch, but I think the Suns are going to close it out. I think they're going to do just enough at home, um, rally the Valley, if you will. And they'll, they'll, they'll get things done there, but I have more thoughts on this Sixers game than, than even the, there's been no Joel Embiid ended Danny Green's career by flopping. So that's pretty, that, that whole team kind of just fell apart by the end. Well, for this, I guess going back to this Mavericks Sun series, there hasn't been a team like the team that the home team has won every single game. So you know, going back to Phoenix for this, I think it's pretty obvious the Suns are going to win this game. I wouldn't say obvious. Like yeah, I will it, say the uh, the Brooklyn Milwaukee series, the same thing happened until Game Seven, and then Milwaukee won on the road. So you could have a you could have a repeat there. None of these games have been fairly close either. No, they're all blowouts. Yeah, the Game 7 series with all blowouts, pretty typical. Uh, I think you'll know what half, like by halftime who's probably going to win mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. So looking more at the NBA playoffs uh, tonight, uh, 6.30 p.m., Game 6, Celtics-Bucks in Milwaukee. Um, it's pretty obvious. I know a lot, some Celtics fans around us, Luke Magnancy from Cup of Bro, is really set on the Bucks winning this game at home. Jack, you're the resident Milwaukee fan, if no one knew that. Uh, Jack, who do you have Think in this game? That. Yeah, um, I'm actually going the opposite of, of Luke here. Uh, I predicted before game five that the Bucks would win game five, lose game six, and then I didn't make a prediction for game seven. I would just let it be um, what it's going to be. But this this would be very – I mean, it is the whole Bucks in six mantra. You want to believe that they're going to win um, – I just get a little worried that they might get too complacent after, you know, the very, very valiant comeback that they had in game five. Um, But that being said, home crowd, the Deer District will be popping out there for sure. So we'll we'll have to see. Scott Foster is refing this game. So that's (laughs) that's something to keep in mind as well. I actually had a couple. I've received a couple texts on my own hotline here. Um, One question was, should Marcus Smart give his depoy trophy to Drew Holiday? after um, Drew Holiday owned him mm-hmm. twice at the end of that game. I think I think yes. That's I would say Drew one. Holiday desperately needed that because he was uh, like probably 90% of the reason the Bucks lost game 4. I mean, he was yeah. a mess, but Yeah, Peyton, you're you are right. That was a that was a game where like I know we talked the difference the difference between him and uh, a guy like Eric Bledsoe who was their point guard in like 2019 when they played the Raptors. Uh-huh. That, that the way Drew Holiday's responded to playing really bad, I think has 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 been pretty impressive. Um, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with my guns. Celtics win. Scott Foster forces a game seven. This will <laughs> um, be a ref show. It'll I'll, be a ref show. No matter what happens, it'll be a ref show. I'll kind of weigh in here. Uh, I will say it's gonna be. I do think it's very much leaning. I'm probably leading uh, Chicago's largest suburb winning this one. Uh, it's on the road for Boston, so I. What happened? What was that, Nolton? Mute him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I I do think the Bucks will close this one out. I think that comeback absolutely deflated Boston. It's been a good year for Boston, but I think that's just too much to overcome. Uh, I kind of think the Bucks will win handily. It would. I guess I could. I absolutely won't be stunned if the Celtics force game seven, but I don't know. Good luck, Dalton. Hey, I hope you're right. Wait, can we go back to Sixers uh, heat last night? Yes. Uh, the close out of that game for the series or whatever. Kenny, just keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. I want to, I, I have some numbers mostly to throw at Kenny because um, he supported this, this individual for quite some time while he was on the Rockets. Um, Harden, Kenny, PJ Tucker. No, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, PJ Tucker's in the conference finals back to back years. We love that. 
Um, Kenny, I would like to ask when you think James Harden took his last two-point field goal attempt uh, in this game. When did he take? He didn't when take did he one. His last two-point shot. He didn't. No, he did. He did in uh, last night's game. Yep. Um, I'm gonna say two minutes into the first quarter. <laughs> Actually, you're really close. He took his last two-point field goal with 8:54 left in the first quarter. What is it? Um, is it 12 minutes? So no, it's 15, right? Bad. Is it 15? 12. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 yeah. Yeah, 12 wow. quarters. Um, yeah, James Harden uh, was the absolute bane of of the 76ers advancing in this game. He finished playing 43 minutes with just 11 points, four for nine uh, from the field, three for seven from three, um, nine assists and four rebounds. Guys, Ben Simmons had a better closeout game against the Hawks last year than James Harden did this year. Yeah, and Ben Simmons didn't play this year, so. That's true. Well, James but, Harden has legitimately, I he, he just James has Harden not, put them back into like a game two days ago. Then he dropped like forty. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good game. Uh, game five. And yeah. but then he, just, I don't know. It just has not felt nope. like James Harden has been the guy since like maybe twenty eighteen Rockets. Yeah, I don't know. I just I go into every. Like, it was with the Sixer, or not with the Sixers, the Nets last year, the Sixers this year. I just have no faith in a team that he's on. Yeah. Like, I just feel like oh, he's going to I think blow he's cursed. It. it feels like it. I think after he was traded from that that uh, OKC team that had so much potential in 2012, and if he was traded to the Rockets, he was traded with good faith that he would play well, but he was also cursed from ever getting past the conference finals. Yeah, I think I think uh, Oklahoma City knew what they were doing when they started Thabo Cephalosho over James Harden. I think they should have <laughs> James that. Harden, sixth man of the year. Yeah. Um, so uh, after the game, there I have just two quotes. Uh, he was asked why he didn't shoot more, and he said, "quote The ball just didn't get back to me." And when asked if Doc Rivers didn't call plays for him, he said, "And I quote: Next question." Uh, so yeah. cool, man. <laughs> James Harden's been there what three months, and there's already turmoil. It just, so the other crazy part about it, too, is he can sign like a $46 million uh, extension. He can opt into to oh, an extension this offseason. So Philly can stuck with it. It just, it's everywhere James Harden goes. It's just drama. Everything he touches turns to gold. Garbage, you mean. <laughs> uh, the last game for tonight is game six, Grizzlies, Warriors, 9 p.m. in San Francisco. Um, I have a theory about this series. Uh, we're going to take a look at it. Uh, game one, Warriors won on the road by one point. The next game was also a was also a pretty close finish, five points in favor of the Grizzlies. They won one hundred six to one hundred one. Uh, game three, blowout. Game four, uh, close game. Game five, blowout. I'm seeing a win sandwich here. Um, I'm going to take the uh, gr- Grizzlies in game six, Warriors in game seven, and they're both going to be tight finishes. Mm. So you're detecting patterns. I'm detecting You've a looked pattern. looked at the algorithm. The algorithm, the script writers, it is so obvious it's going to happen. Two close finishes. Warriors are going to close it out in... Uh, Six? No, in game seven on the oh. road. I will say if the if the Grizzlies are able to force a game seven without Jaw in this series, I would. that's absolutely remarkable from them. I think the Warriors... Just kind of got lax last game, and by the time they realize, oh crap, we probably just can't play like this. It was probably too late. I think they'll be fine. I think they win uh, Game Six. Yeah, I think Draymond Green is is making the ultimate big brain decision. When after they were losing by like thirty five, he was dancing with the Grizzly fans. I think he's he's made them feel too comfortable, and I think I think that will come back to haunt to haunt them, and the the Warriors will will. Shut it down. I'm looking for a big Jordan Poole game. Maybe Jonathan Kuminga with like 12 points and five rebounds. That'd be kind of cool. I'm saying, I'm saying Warriors Warriors close in six. Oh, I just realized that Golden State was up 3-1. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Last time they were this leading. This is a little different. Last time they were leading 3-1, they I'm lost sure to LeBron. I'm sure they've led by 3-1 Are you suggesting this. that Desmond Bain is LeBron James? Uh, he's Kevin Love in this scenario. Big uh, Dylan Brooks guy, are you? But this is my thing. If this game does go to seven, like if the series does go to game seven, why not just start a bunch of fights? You know, there's already what? some bad blood between these two teams. Well, what would the, what would there so, be? So say the, war, the Warriors are getting blown out in game seven. 
Okay, that's not happening. Yeah, just just think about it. It's a it's a scenario. This has been a bad blood yeah, series. Yeah, I'm saying These teams are like teetering on just breaking apart. What does Draymond Green have to lose if they're down 20 in Game Seven and he wants to start a fight? Some money. That that doesn't matter. I know he's a millionaire. Well, I just it just is. I think I it's for know. the entertainment of the game that we see some blood on the floor. This series, no, Kenny, I, I I agree with you. I think why not have you know you have those bench players have them come in and like you know punch Jaron Jackson Jr. and then they'll get thrown out of Game Seven, but Jaron Jackson Jr. also won't be able to go. So you know you can make it's, it's a trade off. You only lose you lose a guy who wasn't going to play anyway. This definitely, to me, has been the most compelling series, like, for the reason that there's been so much bad blood. Uh, I don't know. I'd be It'd be very entertaining to watch. Uh, I just, I doubt that happens. No, nah, it won't happen. Um, Soft. Looking at the, I guess we're done with the NBA playoffs for now. We'll get back to that. Actually, it might be the finals might be over next time we're on the air. Um Yeah. Yeah, I think it might be it over. Might be. We're going to be come back in mid June whenever the studio's back yeah. and running. Yeah. Um, but for Mizzou football updates, we have a few before we'll we'll kick it to a break here. Uh, Jerry Bohannon, who visited Mizzou two weeks ago, went to a softball game with Elijah Drinkwitz, head coach of the Missouri Tigers. Uh, is going to USF. Uh, the former Baylor quarterback didn't really fit the scheme of Mizzou. Peyton can actually talk about that more. He watched a video on it. Yeah, I saw a video about it. Like, Jerry Bohannon, he just does not. He's a very much, I need time in the pocket, and I'm going to set and just scramble, and I'm going to throw it deep. Drinkwitz, it's a lot of quick plays, a lot more efficient style offense. Uh, Jerry Bohannon, I don't think, was a great fit, and I think that might have been also Jerry Bohannon. I think you could really only have counted on him being the starter one year. Um, but he has two years of eligibility left. So I think he went to a spot in USF with Jeff Scott, uh, there, the old Clemson uh, offensive coordinator. He fits Jerry Bohannon much better. And at USF, Jerry Bohannon will start the rest of his career. So I think they just had a lot more to guarantee him. Uh, there's a lot less scrutiny at USF than there would be at a Power 5 school. So... While it may on the surface seem a little disappointing, I can, I, like, just, it, it kind of didn't shock me. Well, it did shock me he committed so fast, but I wasn't, by the end, very shocked that he didn't pick Mizzou. Yeah, we didn't really see him in contact with any other schools besides USF and Mizzou. Um, but look at the class of 2023, um, Mizzou landed uh, Jabari Johnson. Uh, quarterback from Washington. It's a verbal commitment, but it's a pretty pretty strong pickup. He's ranked 14th in his class. One mm-hmm. of the best players in Washington. He had a bunch of offers from Pac-12 schools, a bunch of West Coast schools. So it's pretty strong that Drinkwitz pulled him away from the West Coast. It's yeah. kind of you know Seattle is probably the far, like the furthest away from everything. Because, you know, it, yeah, it's, mean, it works like that for every sport. Yeah, because I mean normally you look at like power. Or like Pac-12 schools like Oregon or USC, they'll go into St. Louis and poach away a lot of Mizzou's talent. So that's kind of nice to see them grab such an elite-level quarterback from the Northwest. I mean, I think that's a big pickup. It's very good that Drinkwitz continues to stack uh, good quarterbacks on top of each other. That's huge. Yeah, and it does not attest to anything that has to do with um, Sam Horn. Sam Horn. He's just building the. He's getting the best options he can. And speaking of the best options he can, uh, Drinkwitz is now tied to Jack Abraham, veteran transfer quarterback. He was at Mississippi State last year. He's been on a couple different programs. Played some JUCO football. He didn't play last year because of a concussion. Uh, it was an off-season like head-to-head injury without a helmet. Um, other than that, it's just kind of interesting that they're going after another quarterback. There, yeah, he's, I mean, I don't know how much better Jack Abraham would he's be. He's not. He's not and Brady Cook and Tyler Macon. I I think more than anything else, Drink is just not super content with the QB room, so he might as well add some competition in there at this point. This would be an absolute nothing pickup. Like I don't think he'd start. Maybe we see him uh, make a start or two, but I have a hard time believing this guy is any better than uh, Brady Cook. So yeah, and I think you I think you make like a good point. Of like with the recruits too is that it seems like Drink, you know, he realizes that's his probably the strongest point 
you know, or ability that he has as a coach is his, his, his ability to go out and get guys. And I think just creating a, a competitive environment, probably it'll elevate cook and Macon's game at the, at the worst. Yeah. And he talked good. Oh, I was just going to say in that best, you know, then maybe he comes in and starts and maybe it turns out he's a lot better than what he was at Ole Miss and a new system or whatever. But. Yeah. Drink has talked a lot about, you know, he's, he instills like that competition uh, narrative that they want in the locker room. I think the more quarterbacks they have is the, you know, that's the better spot they'll be in. That's why he went after so many transfers this off season and, but none of them landed. Um, it probably just wasn't going to pay, like probably wasn't going to go well when they when they saw Sam Horn was coming in, you know, they probably not guaranteed starter for the next couple of years. Um, going beyond that. Um, any last thoughts, basketball, Mizzou football before we go to break? Um, Mizzou basketball still needs a big man. That's all. Yeah, Jamari. I'm sad Jamar and Sharpton. That's transfer. yeah. Like uh, they like I, Western Kentucky had to have like banded the donors together at the very last moment. That's just an unbelievable retention. Good for them, but <clears throat> all right. Uh, well, that's gonna kick it off for our uh, Mizzou football and NBA playoffs talk. We're gonna kick it to a quick break. It's currently 3:22 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we'll be back with quick hits after the break. Everyone has their favorite bench player. Well, yours can be too. Starting Left Bench is a sports variety talk show with your two new favorite bench warmers. Join Justin Bear and Peyton Heverman as they discuss almost anything and everything in the sports world and some things outside of it. Join us on the bench Mondays at 3 p.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM to hear some goofiness and talk that you would hear from your favorite bench warmers. Starting left bench for those not good enough to go pro. We're excited for you to join us on the bench and we'll see you there. If you love them enough to sit through their favorite boy band with them, then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Lovely cushion header. Pajero! Oh, you beauty! What a headshot! What a hit! Stay in touch with all the latest soccer news and highlights from the game's premier competitions. Join me, Jack Knowlton, for Box to Box, where I'll break down everything from scores to transfers to player and club profiles and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the beautiful game can be found on Box to Box, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on KCOU. That's astonishing! It's absolutely world-class! This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. And uh, we're back, uh, KCOU, the unwritten rule, in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, it's currently 3.24 p.m. Central Standard Time. Our document is 44 pages yeah, long. Yeah, our document Kenny. is now 44 pages long because of our guests in the studio. Uh, but we're going to get to the quick hit segment here. Uh, starting now, actually. Peyton, you got the jersey of the week. What I is do. It? What's the jersey of the week, Peyton? Uh, well, you could speak on it just as much as me because you did get this very late birthday present. A Domino's Luis Robert jersey. Luis Robert, of course. La Pantera, uh, center fielder for the White Sox. Legendary Domino's pizza addiction. I very much enjoy Domino's as well. Legendary so, Domino's pizza. I mean, you go addiction. look at his yeah. TikTok. He has just the terrible slideshows. Like half of them are photos of him with Domino's. I'm, I'm just really happy. And he's so in shape. He is I don't very know in how shape. He does it. I think it's just like there's probably no Domino's in the DR. 
And so he's know. getting a Domino's now. And you can get addicted to Domino's. Domino's is good. There's so many options. This it's is not cheap. this is not a plug for Domino's, by the way. Um, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. No, but I'm, I'm glad the jersey finally came in, Peyton, uh, because I thought I like just got scammed. Like, it took forever for, for me to get you that. All of um, the photos of me are disappearing. Yeah. So the document is being restored to its natural order. Um, so I guess we'll kick it off. We'll jump into the spelling but bee thank here. thank you for the jersey. Of course, Peyton, of course. Uh, spelling very, bee, cool. everyone needs it to is. leave the document, even the two guests that are in studio. I left. Aaron. Oh, do I need to fully close that? No, you don't have to close out. You okay. just can't be ta- on that You can't tab. be on that tab. You didn't need to close it out. Okay. Um, so this one's actually kind of cool. Uh, since there's a lot of Mizzou uh, quarterback news, uh, I decided to do the four twenty-two or four quarterbacks from 2002 Missouri football team. There were six rostered quarterbacks in 2002. Jeez, that's crazy. Um, so I get, I'm going to do it now. Gary Pinkle knew what was None up. None of them are better than Sam Bourne, though. Yeah. Well, probably not. So one of them is Brad Smith. I don't have Brad Smith on here. Too easy of a name. Some of these names are really easy. We'll kick I it off. Know. We'll kick it off with Brandon Coleman. I'll let Aaron and Zach go first oh. with these ones. Aaron, Brandon Coleman. B-R-A-N-D-O-N-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. Correct. She took what? the MCAT. She, then you just... I was going to say that, too. Oh, well, if you too say bad. correct, then no. Zach knows how to spell it, then. No, Zach doesn't have to do it now. Zach's doing the next oh, one. Oh, Zach, David Overstreet. David, D-A-V-I-D, Overstreet, O-V-E-R-S-T-R-E-E-T. Correct. Peyton? Yep. Sent... Uh, Santino Riccio. Awesome. They got David Overstreet. Uh, say it one more time. Santino. I think it's Riccio. 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 Yeah. Okay. So Santino. S A N T I N O. Yep. Riccio? It's like it's either Riccio or Riccio. R I C C. Yep. I O. All right, uh, Zach or not Zach? What? Okay. Jack, you've got to get the last one. We've never had a complete sweep, I don't think, have oh, we? No, no, no. We've never done it. Josh Hibbets. That doesn't sound too bad, but it could be deceptive. Yeah, but Peyton, it's me. It's me. You Peyton. got it. It's fine. Josh Hibbets, you've got it. J O S H. Yep. Hibbets. H. I. Yes. B. Yes. B. Yes. This has to be. I don't know if it's ETS or ITS. <sighs> Nolan, I'll tell you what I would personally guess. I would guess ETS, but this is your call. ETS. Correct. Yes! Cool. Got them all right. Those are pretty easy names, but those are four of the six started. We own you, Mizzou QBs! From 2002. <laughs> um, best beat of the week. Actually, my Tottenham beat that I uh, put up last week hit. Tottenham was plus one and a half, and they tied with Liverpool. There we go, so baby. I, I we took, made you some money last made, week. Made anyone money who bet on that. Uh, best beat of the week, one-to-one odds. Alabama wins the SEC uh, title. <laughs> this is a little – this is a horrible beat. No, it's not. What? If they in win, what? you get you get your money back. Oh, in football? Thank God. Yeah. that's There's that's, way too much of a risk of Georgia or A&M winning for me to want to bet that. A and M. They're gonna be good next year. A and M is has the best recruiting the best class maybe class. ever. So they're going to be very good. What's Dirty Bird of the Week, Kenny? Dirty Bird of the Week, California Birds. What's up with them? Oh, Let's read yeah. about it. California couple arrives home to find hundreds of birds in the house. Should I play the video? Yes. As we pulled up, we were thinking, well, you know, twenty birds or so is no big deal. We opened the door. And it was like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Well, now it's just a guitar beat. I'll read the rest. Hundreds <laughs> of swallows that apparently entered through the chimney. This picture is kind of disturbing. It looks like I a bunch see of bats. This. Yeah, I gotta see this. This is like some oh. Alfred Hitchcock deal. Oh wow! Look at all. Look at those birds, man. Doesn't that look like a cool. bunch of? Yeah. Swallows are cool birds, though. It's a we have a bird Do we system. hear the bird sound effects being Yeah, there's bird def- sound effects in the studio now. But yeah, California birds. What's up with that? Don't they know their place? They're supposed to live outside. I know. They're man. birds. The only birds that live inside 
Our parents. Yeah. Um, so best thing I learned this week. Or Alex Bregman owns eight racing horses. He is, oh, my gosh. Can I guess their names? Yeah, do you want to guess their names? Okay. I was going to uh, say, yeah. do you want to guess them? Uh, okay. First name of his horse. You're uh, not going to get it. Um, my wife knows everything. It's Cadillac Candy. It's a pretty good name for a That's horse. That's a good name. Are there so there's seven others, right? Yeah, it doesn't have them listed. <sighs> oh, wait. Short being one of them? What'd you say? Is, that, is Alex Bregman really short? Or yeah, he's though? like six foot. Oh, okay, never mind. Alex Bregman is not six feet tall. Who's the short one? Is that Correa? Altuve. 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 Be careful what you call him on air. Yeah. No, Alex Bregman is six foot. He is six foot on the dot. Baseball players lie. He's from Albuquerque. Um, Best thing you learned this week, Peyton? CJ Stroud in Madden. Ohio State quarterback. Top-tier quarterback, all right? So this week we've been running a Madden franchise sim at the old apartment. Uh, we tried to make it work with Davis Mills. Unfortunately, Zach and Kenny, he just doesn't sim well. So we moved on. We got C.J. Stroud. Uh, he's a, he's amazing. He's fast. Uh, he has a good arm. Uh, him and Jackson, I didn't even realize, Zach, we have him and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yep, and... We, uh... Addison. Yeah, but we like they're college teammates. Yeah, I know it's crazy. And now they're in H Town. Doesn't that get you jazzed? No. David Aren't you excited? But uh, CJ Stroud, stud in Madden. We've run a few. Uh, it sounds like more more sound effects are. Are we running a zoo in here? Um, but yeah, that's all, that's what I learned. We've been running sports uh, game sims. We've ran. An NBA 2K18 sim as well. So, any, any Jack, comments? best thing you learned this week? Um, I have two. First thing is that um, Mizzou softball is really good. They're currently beating Tennessee two nothing in the semifinal of the SEC tournament. So Mizzou softball's back. For Who would one. they play in the final? Uh, the winner of Florida and LSU. I want to say. Are they playing right now? Yeah, they're playing right now. Isn't Florida a one seed? Hattie Moore hit a home run into a palm tree. Jeez. That's um, good. So that was ridiculous. So, yeah, go Mizzou softball. They're back. I, I hope they can host the regional. That'd be awesome. Called some of their games. They're really good. Um, the other thing I learned this week is that uh, betting beats hard work. Uh, for those who don't know, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby over the weekend in an insane race um, at 80-1 to 1 odds, which uh, had meant – if you had uh, purchased this horse and decided to train it, um, it was purchased for $30,000, trained up, it won $1.8 million in prize money itself for winning the Kentucky Derby. However, if you had placed a $30,000 bet on Rich Strike to win, you would have won $2.4 million. So don't get into the horse racing game. Just gamble, and you'll, you're, your earning potential is a lot higher. That's what I learned this week. I just Jeez. Do not come to us insane. for gambling advice, I, by the way. We are not allowed to give that out. Why not? What? Well, we're not allowed to like guarantee any bets oh. or any gambling oh. type deal. Sorry, that's not this is, that's not that's not a that's not actual. No, I but, feel like the whole horse racing thing. It's so like I don't know how people get into the it. very concept that the odds were so high that even the horses' winnings was less than than a a bet you could have put on it. It's just it was insane. If you haven't seen the like a replay of the race, go watch it. It was amazing like i don't that horse really caught a second win or win yeah, he... <laughs> what was that Peyton? he neighed i heard it i, I have a good i have a good question actually about this i'm not that big yeah. into horse racing but do you know do you think the horses know they're racing or do you think that they think they're just going fast <laughs> yeah um aaron and zach I'm friday i'm waiting till friday wins the kentucky derby uh-huh. the horse's name was friday i got that uh aaron and zach what is the best thing you learned this week? Either of you can go first. All you, Zach. Um, really putting me on the spot here. You were supposed to be prepared. <laughs> this isn't my show. You've known you were going to be a guest for a week. Let's see. The best thing I learned this week. Uh, our, this person we know named Jacob Infante. Oh, okay. Aaron, what was the best <laughs> thing you learned this week? Um, there wasn't really much exciting. Just school stuff like uh, special relativity and physics. Explain that to us. Oh, you know, 
I'll pass. The unphysics rule. No, no. Uh, I learned how tremendously sad I am when Austin leaves. Austin McLean, we know you're not listening, but we miss you. Austin is is it Jack or not Zach or Zach Peyton and I's roommate, mm-hmm. former roommate. He left three hours ago, yep. and nothing can fill the void in my heart. Nothing at all. We have photos of him on our document. Oh my gosh! And that's Kenny as like a little kid. Oh wow! That was, Kenny's about to say that was him when he was like 15. That was that was the Kenny, summer. Kenny, you look like you're eight years old in this photo. That was the summer before freshman year of high school. We're gonna tweet this out. Was it, Comment was it how old you think Kenny is in this photo. Kenny? Yeah, that's the, that's like May of eighth gr- eighth grade. Uh, that's at so the movie theater. Kenny's huddle photo in there. Is that that is my <laughs> that's my huddle photo. That's oh, you your put huddle, the huddle photo. photo in there? That's my huddle photo. Hunter Henderson right next. To yeah, you? and Alex Torres. Um, Nobody knows who those people Jimmy are. Does, is Polo li- Polo listening? I told him to. What'd you say? He Jack? probably realized you were just gonna go. JV soccer legend Kenny Van. JV soccer legend. Yeah, I had a Dutch last name, and so the coach was from Britain, um, Coach Ambrosi. He would start me in games because he thought I was some Dutch prospect. <laughs> I was like, I don't even speak Dutch. And so I would start games. And the, the juniors on JV would be like, why aren't we starting? Like, we're juniors, and he's a freshman. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm starting. And then once he figured out I wasn't some prodigy, he didn't play me again. <laughs> he also got fired midseason. Why? Yeah, they thought I was Robin Van Persie because my dad showed up in a uh, Netherlands jersey to a practice once. And they thought I was just some big deal. Do you ask why he got fired? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's not. I can't say it on air. All right. <laughs> um, Hold on. But, okay. Ratio of the week, uh, my original ratio of the week was told I couldn't say it on air. My next one. I think you told yourself that. My next one is called, is from a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. Didn't know those existed, uh, but his name is Finzer Die on Twitter. Uh, he got 1,874 retweets, 116 comments, 900, or 496 likes oh, on yeah. this picture. It's just a picture, and it says a few words, but it, he uh, got 1,824 quote tweets. You might want to explain what it is. Yeah, no, wait, okay. can I, yeah, can I, can I find it? Because I found this one. Yeah, and you I can was, say it. I was livid. So, yeah, the picture in question is a graphic that uh, this account appears to have made about the most overrated player per NFL team in 2022. Um, that includes Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, who uh, almost won the MVP, by the way, their offensive player of the year. He's um, a running Josh back. Josh Allen for the Bills. Is apparently the most overrated player on that team. I would love to know um, what this guy was thinking. On worst that of one. the worst has got to be Nick Bolton on the Chiefs. That's just unreal. You can't. We have no. There's Nick some like Mizzou there. caught a bunch of like flack on this list for whatever reason. I remember yeah, there was Drew another. Locke. Yeah, Drew, Drew Locke. Locke nobody is overrating Drew Locke. Kellen Mond. Yeah, nobody yeah. is overrating Kellen Mond. Pat Kellen Sertain Mond. on here for the no reason. Devonte um, Adams is the best wide receiver in football. I mean, the, this goes on and on. Jamison Williams yeah. hasn't played a snap. Neither has Derek Stingley. Yeah, there, there, there should be no rookies on this list. Yeah, that was the other unreal part is they put literal rookies who have not played a down of NFL football yet as the most overrated player on a on the team. It's so. like Elijah Moore. Nobody overrates Elijah Moore. Mike Gesicki, number eight. <laughs> the Leighton Van Der Esch one is pretty real for the Cowboys. I feel like most people know he sucks. I think I think Cowboys still think he's really good. Like, Fred I, Warner is the best linebacker in football. Mike Evans, that's a good one. Mike Evans is a good one. Darnell Mooney is a good one. Uh, Derwin James, I agree with. I do not think Derwin James is. I like the Devontae Adams one because that just doesn't make any sense. He's yeah. the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, too. He's the best running back in the NFL. Like running backs don't matter. Terry McLaurin is an absolute ridiculous pick. Uh, Cameron Jordan's an okay pick. Kyle Pitts, why that doesn't make Tyler any Murray sense. Instead of Marquise Brown. Why because Marquise why Brown Allen? is overrated. Marquise Brown <laughs> is Josh definitely Allen overrated. is just the most insane one I've ever seen. Like Josh Allen is a top three quarterback in football at worst. Yeah, Fins, so fins or die, bad takes. Yeah, his profile picture on his Twitter, I actually think is kind of cool looking. So I was bummed that he uh, has. Porn yeah, say what it is. It's like a. I don't even really know. It's like a guy. It's a skeleton it's with like a skeleton with a, wearing a Miami Dolphins jersey, but he's doing like the the peace or the rock on sign. The peace sign. Sorry, I realized it wasn't a peace sign. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not peace sign. But it looks cool. But no, bad takes. 
I will say he replied to himself with consider donating to the World Wildlife Fund to help save endangered animals. <laughs> That's a real tweet. Good for him. I but, mean, it, yeah. But yeah, not everyone go do that. But uh, poor, poor takes. Uh, we actually got an update on the softball game from a listener. Uh, if Mizzou won, they would either play Florida or Arkansas. Arkansas is currently the top seed. Okay. Uh, they're currently in a weather delay, though. It's 2-0 in the fifth. Uh, they haven't allowed a single run in the SEC tournament so far. And it's the Arkansas? third game. Mizzou. Oh, okay, yeah. So Gosh. Alabama, who, were, who won last year. This yeah. is really good because, like, Mizzou was supposed to be this good. And they just were really bad at the beginning of conference play for whatever reason. Yeah. So... Like, Hattie Moore has come on lately. She was really bad early in the year, but good. I'm glad. Glad we have, like, an elite program showing up. I called uh, one of the recent series with likely the uh, listener who texted you that information there, Kenny. Um, And it was, they've, I mean, they look like they found, they found their groove for sure. Like, they look like the Mizzou of last year when they were playing in that regional. Hopefully they just don't run into a red hot james madison or like a school like that it was one player so so when i when i see the text messages i don't have contacts for these people but i didn't know who's who texted this until i read one text message from uh a month ago two months ago it says please don't read my phone number on air <laughs> so yeah, now now i know who it is uh, jack yeah. sobel it's jack sobel yeah who is currently in quarantine uh i yeah. hope you're feeling better jack hippa do you know when I text you? Hey, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, I, yes. I do, because you have a same similar phone number to me. Um, so it's currently 3.42 p.m. That's going to uh, do it for quick hits. Any last thoughts before we kick it to a break? We come back for the final time of Season 4. There's a lot of talk in the... Oh, That's not the end of the sorry. show. Sorry. Next, next segment. Any, any, any last thoughts? Um, any well, last <laughs> things you learned this week? All right, we're going to kick it to a quick break. It's 3.42 p.m. currently in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, We'll be right back. Listen to Concerto, a wrestling show on KCOU with Cameron Payne and Hal Eastep as they break down and predict the greatest sport in the world. Listen on the internet stream of KCOU, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man. Mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man. Get these hairs all out of my face Get these bugs all out of my place One more hit No time to waste Oh, meth Oh, meth Everyone has their favorite moment in sports The NBA Finals The Super Bowl The Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM Wait, what? You heard me right Join me, Peter Camp, and my co-host, Jack Knowlton, on Thursdays at 4 p.m. as we talk about news surrounding college sports, the NBA, and the NFL. And don't forget everyone's favorite segment, The Penalty Box, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Come join the fun. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. 
Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Peyton, did you know in 2015, the Kansas City Royals uh, put, I think it was, who's the GM for the, the Rangers? I don't know. Oh, what's his name? He's a, fam- he's a famous pitcher. Chris, Chris Young? Young? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chris he was Young, on that staff. He was he, their he, game four guy. He, ma- he like forced someone to stay in the bathroom of, a, of the bullpen until he came out, and they won that game. They started winning that game because he didn't come out of the bathroom. I did not know yeah. that. Uh, we're back. KCOU, the unwritten rule. Did you uh, mean KCOU. to tell me that over break? Yeah. No, I meant to tell you right now. 88.1 <laughs> know, FM in Columbia. Uh, 3.46 p.m. We've got 10 minutes left on air. Um, but yeah, isn't that crazy, Payton? Yeah, I so, feel like there's always those superstitious stories. So yeah, I used to do that too when I played uh, travel baseball in high school. Right. I really liked the coach, and like we'd have a good time on the bench. And he was wanting me to go into the field. And so I hid in the bathroom in between innings. It was the last inning of the game, and I didn't really want to play anymore. And so I hid in the bathroom. And then so I got – and then – Yeah, and so his name was Coach Ron, Coach Ron Smith. And he really wanted to know – he was like, he was like where's Kenny? Like, I, he's like, I need him to go play center. And I was like, I don't want to play center. Like, I don't like, – Why it, not? It was dark out. Like, it was t- so hot. It was like the middle of the summer. And it was, it was still – like, it was nighttime. And it was hot. And it was just muggy, and I didn't want to be on the field. I just wanted to sit on the dugout, take my shoes off, just relax, you know? Mm. Be like a PO, be a pitcher only, even though I couldn't pitch. And so I was hiding in the bathroom of the dugout, and then he was looking for me, and they p- pounded on the door, and I just wouldn't come out. Like, I, I didn't come out. I was like, I'm in the bathroom. I can't go right now. Like, I, I can't go play in the field. So he sent someone else out. So right. I didn't play the last inning of the game. Is that the whole story? Yeah. It was, it was actually at uh, Houston. Did you get in trouble? Sam Houston. No, I didn't get in trouble. You should have gotten in trouble. <clears throat> it was travel baseball. It, I was, it was at Sam Houston State. So it was like real baseball. Yeah, Sam Houston State. It was travel baseball. Yeah. So somebody, travel baseball and you just didn't want to play center field. I didn't want to play the last inning. It was, I was so tired. It was a whole tournament. We played three games that day. I didn't want to play anymore. You had one inning, Kenny. I know. And what if they hit like a nuke to the wall? Then go up to the wall and watch it fly over your head. Yeah. Um, so we're back, KCU, the end rule. We have about seven minutes left in today's show. Uh, we don't really have much planned for right now, so we're going to go around the room and say, uh, what was the best thing that we remember from the semester? Peyton? Well, it's got to be Moon Choi on the show, right? I mean, we had the Chancellor of Mizzou on our show because me, you, and our friend Aaron and your mom – uh, met him at a restaurant. <laughs> like, that's really cool. And that interview, he was so nice. What a guy. I, I will never forget how well that went. Jack? Um, yeah, I mean, Moon Show was great. I think probably just for me the whole month of March. Um, every show that month was was phenomenally done. Um, because you weren't here. You weren't here. Great, <laughs> great content. No, no, I'll be... I'll be I'll be serious. Yeah, Moon Show was awesome. I honestly really loved uh, Josh last week. That I, was I, really he was good. A, he was a good sport in fielding all my goofy minor league questions, and I uh, am rooting for when he becomes an ace uh, in the majors that we can have him back on. You know, the the future of the unwritten rule, whatever that may be. But that he was he was a fun guest. Moon Choi was great, um, and yeah. So I think mine, I'm going to do the whole school year because the whole school year was season four. I'm going to go back. To, I think it was probably September. Uh, we had Patrick Creighton on from ESPN. Uh, oh, gosh. He 90, was very, 97.5 very in Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Like, he just, he he rambled on. Like, he's an actual radio host in, for ESPN oh, yeah. in Houston. And he just went on about the Mets and how bad they were. And some of the stuff he said, like, I cannot believe we're still in the air. Like, it was that just... Was- he was just going on and on, just talking bad about some of these teams, and it, it was just hilarious. Like we couldn't stop it's laughing. Really good. His I words do about that. was it like Noah Syndergaard or whoever got hurt? He was making fun of somebody. He, he, yeah, um, it was Noah Syndergaard had a whole thing. Yeah. He went on about the Rangers too, because the Rangers had this weird celebration where they they grab a certain part of their body on another person, <laughs> and 
he just went on about it, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I can't turn this guy off because he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But uh, Patrick Craig was probably my favorite favorite episode that we had this semester. He was very good. Do, was the was the study room show this year? Yes, that was, this, that was last semester. Sirline. Yeah, yeah, that was a funny one. Yeah, Lance was good. Uh, Aaron and Zach, what was your favorite episode from the year? I know Zach listens every week. Aaron didn't. Um, <laughs> my favorite show from this year would probably have to be one last semester. Um, oh, let me guess. Wait, 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 wait. No, was it a Saturday? Saturday, evening Saturday? When it was yeah, a when it was show, a two-hour show. Oh, great memories. When we went back in time. You yeah. did go back in time because he ran out of things to talk about. I that mean, two hours. Yeah, it was like it was two hours. There wasn't a lot happening. So, uh, so what's Aaron's favorite memory then? My, can't be the same one as Zach's. No, it can't. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really have time to listen much this semester, so I'm gonna do a non-show related thing. And that was when Kenny finally bought me an ice cream cake that he'd been promising me for four months. <laughs> You did. You held out Four way months. too long All on took, the ice cream cake. What the heck, Kenny? You take the MCAT. Uh-huh. And then wait an extra week, Kenny. I think it, it finally took that Hickman wasn't playing a sport that day, and so then I had time to go get it. What a bad friend. I know, right? <laughs> Terrible friend, Aaron. That's me. Um, the other day I was talking to Kenny about covering Hickman, and I was like, oh, do you usually drive to the games? And he goes, no, I take Aaron's car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't true. think I've ever driven my own car. To a sporting event for the Missourian. Um, oh, Nolton, you are doing that this summer. You're lucky. Yeah. You won't have to cover the high schools. He's covering it next week. Oh, Nolton, good luck. It is. I'm excited. I'm glad you're excited. It's a lot of fun Like when you get to do your own beat properly. The yeah. high school beats are just a nightmare to follow, it, though. Yeah, me, It'll me be easier. Peyton, actually, uh, Next fall, we'll all be covering the uh, new Mizzou ping pong team. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Team, and we're on the beat for that together, three of us. So... <laughs> that ought to be I'm good. Totally kidding, by the way, but. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think it'd be a lot easier to cover a sports team when you don't also have to go to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's also yeah. yeah I think that would be easier. Um, so we do have a few minutes left, and I'm going to tell you guys a story, another sports story. Um, Before we do <clears> that, Godzilla or King Kong, Zach and Aaron. Godzilla, King Kong. King Kong. Who won? King Kong. King Idiot. Kong. Aaron. Aaron. Godzilla, I guess. Oh, yo, yo, I, I yo. also found out that um, Alex oh. Bregman's, one of his horses is named Golden Sombrero. Oh. Oh, that's good. That means four three yeah, strikeouts? He struck out four times four in times, a game. Platinum yeah. uh, is five. Platinum is five. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's a good name. Um, so you guys asked why Coach Ambrosi was uh, let go. Um, there were a couple times we had morning practice and he didn't show up. And then they started to figure out that the reason he wasn't showing up is because he was going to bed an hour before practice started because he would be out partying. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that was the story? Yeah. Well, well that's, that that's is the PG version. That's a PG version. Okay. Can we say what Coach McGuire did? No, we cannot. That's also not true what Coach McGuire did. I um, could tell you about what the coach of my high school basketball team did. The what about the Liberty North there. baseball team? Um, that seems like a good note I mean, to end the semester Your story on. about baseball reminded me of one of the reasons I quit baseball was because there was a kid on my team who one day we were sitting on the in the dugout or like on a bench, like we weren't even in a dugout, and he grabbed a bunch of dirt and tried to like shove it in my mouth, and I was like, I'm done with this sport. <laughs> oh, wow. That's like sick, like gross. Was, I, I was... You know, when you're already 0 for 3, when you already can't hit and aren't allowed to play infield because you're left-handed, frustration was already high, and then you put that on top of it. Here's actually a good baseball question to end the show. Who would have the worst defensive run saved of any player in baseball if they were the shortstop of a Major League Baseball team? This is a stupid hypothetical. Peyton, do you know the answer? Oh, I think it might be... Mm. Oh, is it Rowdy Tellez? Yes, left-handed Rowdy yes. Tellez. Rowdy Tellez, the worst defender ever. Yep, it does seem correct. Defensive run Same saved man. is one of the advanced metrics to tell you how a defensive player or like how they're playing at their position. Derek Jeter is one of the worst defensive run saved numbers of all time. Uh, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Rowdy Tellez is a 255-pound <laughs> left-hander who would play shortstop. In no world. Uh, he's a first baseman in DH for a reason. Um, I guess that's going to do it for us. It's 3.55. Um, our expiration has come. Uh, <clears throat> since we brought up Sobel's COVID case 
on air. It's not HIPAA, according to him. He said none of you are healthcare providers except for future Aaron. So. Oh, thanks. Thank, he Don't says thank you. It. He said he feels better. Um, well, that's going to do it. Any final thoughts before we end the semester? There's a lot of talk in this nation. We'll be back in the summer. About, <laughs> hey, it's my turn. <laughs> There's a lot of talk no. in this country about left wing and right wing. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Moo. Birds need two wings to fly. <gasps> Moo. Well, that's going to do it. Jeremy Pena leads all shortstops. No, when are we playing? Uh, when are we uh, on the air again? Tell them. Still Friday the three, Please don't kick us off the June show. 10th. <sighs> Stupid carpets, I think it's, man. I think it's later than June 10th. It's three weeks from today. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the fourth season of KCOU, The Unwritten Rule. Thank you guys for tuning in. One last time for the semester, I had to turn those guys off. Uh, it's currently 3.56 Central Standard Time. Everyone enjoy your summer.